Hey, what's going on? This is Matt Bowman, and this is Matt Bowman is bothered. And now we can finally close the book on the show that was Succession. It is done. It is finuto. And um, spoiler right now. Bang, bang. The bang, bang, bang. Spoiler. Um, Tom is it. Tom's the guy. And I, that was shocking to me. I was, I thought that for sure the show would end with one of the siblings winning. Um, and I thought for sure the show would end with them all getting along because at the end of the day, that show was about love and family. Um, honestly. I every time I watched that show, I just felt a warm a warmness. You know, just like a just a sense of togetherness, a sense of belonging, a um just a just unity in the truest sense of the word. And I for one thought that it was an incredible curveball, ultimately irresponsible for the writers to at the last second just throw in that they didn't get along i thought that that would that's i think that that is just reprehensible behavior because again as we've seen throughout the show these are people that love each other these are people that truly care about each other um despite what they might say or any of their actions at every turn possible. These are people that truly, they care for the other. I think this show is emblematic of what all wealthy people feel. I, I, I believe that. I believe that the, the wealthy in this country and the wealthy everywhere actually have the most benevolent of intentions and that anyone who questions them should be thrown in a Dachau-like camp. Um, and I think they, they would agree with me on that. I think the, the, the ruling class, the, the elite of this country would agree that anyone who says that they, the rich, do not have the most benevolent of non-selfish interests, I believe that they would agree that they should be, anyone who disagrees with that should be thrown into a internment camp of sorts. I believe that to be 1,000% true. Um, but again, the the end of succession, It real. I really didn't see that coming i thought for sure that it would end with the children just yeah all getting along and really just putting uh putting an exclamation point not even a period putting an exclamation point on the end of their just loving giving relationships i mean because i mean because you might out there you out there might might be thinking to yourself you might be thinking Matt I I love my brother I have I have a brother and I love him 
Or you might be thinking, Matt, I have a sister and I would die for her. I would do anything for her. Um, and I would say that if you truly loved your siblings, have you ever tried a hostile takeover of one of their companies? If you truly loved your siblings, would you betray them whenever the the opportunity arose? Because if you if you wouldn't, I simply do not believe you. I don't believe that you actually love your siblings if you are not willing to break federal, state, and SEC regulations. I think that is the only way to truly prove your feelings of affection for someone is to have a knockdown, drag out fight in the United States judicial system. That is the only way. I mean, because if it's not in writing, then what the fuck are we even doing? Like, what are you saying? If, it, if you're not willing to sign on the dotted line of a restraining order, then do you truly love your loved ones? I personally don't think so. I don't think that that's true. Now, some of you might argue that, well, Matt, I spend, I spend holidays with my family. I, I, I get them gifts for their birthday that weren't on the list. I, I, I go out of my way to take care of my siblings' children if they are unable to, and I would say that I think you're full of shit. I think you are full of shit, and you are pretending. You are masquerading as having a healthy, meaningful relationship. Because, to be honest, as I've watched the show Succession unfold, I have learned that the only way to truly... To truly love those closest to you and to truly love your blood relatives, the only way to truly prove that is to assassinate their character in public. That is if you're not if you're not throwing assassination like insults towards your family members through the back pages of Us Weekly, then I I think you are frankly full of malarkey. It's what I think. Because again, like people that are upset about the end of the show and are saying like, how, why is Tom, Tom's nobody. Why, the, 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 the show is called success, but, 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 you don't get it. The show is about love and harmony and unity. And the only way to truly express that love, harmony and unity is to have all of the characters and the exact same place that they started the show and to be emotional shells of human beings. I think if we've learned anything about the existence of just maybe even just humanity in these past 
five years of however long this show has been on HBO, Steve, however long it has been, the, what we've learned is that that, that, that is, that, they are the epitome of the, of the American family. Like, they, they, they have, let's, I mean, let's, let's tally up what they do. Um, they're rich. Boy, boy, do we love that. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, if this was a show about poor people, ew. Ew, dude. So they have money. They're rich. They have Judeo-Christian values. Okay? This is a family that there were multiple scenes over the course of the show where they were in a church, a place of worship. And are you telling me that they would enter into that place of worship under false pretenses? No, I don't believe that for a second. I... I don't, honestly, honestly, I'm pissed that you even brought that up. I'm pissed that you would even think for a second that they would in any way use this nation's faith in order to advance their own personal agenda. How dare you? How fucking dare you? I, for one, am astonished by that. So yes, so again, they are they're they are rich. They hold dear to their heart Judeo-Christian values. They put they put themselves first. Because that is the only way to again to only truly to truly love those that are around you, you have to put yourself first. You have to put yourself first. I mean, because if you can't take care of number one, you can't possibly take care of numbers two through five. You can't. You have to take care of yourself first. Take care of number one. That is the only way to truly love the other. It's the only way. You know? This is a show... That again, yes, it is. It fully captures what it is like to be the idealistic American family. They're rich. They are staunch supporters of Christianity, specifically Catholicism. And they really are out for the most important person, which is each of themselves individually. Again, if you go through, if you go to Thanksgiving dinner this year and don't call your sister and mother a cunt to their face, I don't even think that you should be in the will. Because that is the only way to prove that you actually love them. The only way to show that you actually love someone is to verbally assault them whenever physically possible it's the only way to do it so yeah the show is over and 
Tom Wamsgans is on the throne. And I personally don't have any problem with that. Um, so yeah, Tom is on the throne. And this was a show that ended in unity and was solely about unity, harmony, and American family values. That's all it was. That is all it was. And anyone who disagrees with me on that should be institutionalized. And, and I'll let you pick the institution. That is my olive basket to you. Whatever institution you would like to attend and to check yourself into, that is your right as an American. And I hope that you take it. All right. Today is my birthday. Today, I am now 30 years old. I was either, well, I think I'm already 30. I was either born at 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. I can never remember. I can call my mom after this. However, I am, yes, not even however, I am 30 today. Um, and I, 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 I don't like it. Ooh, that's kind of how I feel. I feel, I feel weird. I don't like it. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of where I'm at mentally, um, or career wise. I just don't feel great about being 30. Um, and I, I've noticed, I've already noticed changes in myself for, I've been 30 for quite literally six hours. I've been 30 for about six and a half hours. And I have already said no to any plans that start or end after 9.30 p.m. I don't know, I, 30 people have reached out to me and I've already had to say, no, I cannot attend that event because it is at past my bedtime of 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it is, it's shocking how quickly that has happened. Um, I, I thought I had more time before I started seeing these physical and mental changes in my own self. However, life's, life's a bitch, dude. And then it, it just slaps you. Life has a big hog and peen and it just smacks you right in the kisser um i mean i've noticed other changes um in my 11 hours of being 30 um all of my burps are hot why are they hot why every time i burp it is just Kilimanjaro is coming up from, you know what I mean? Why, what's hot? I had oatmeal for breakfast. Why is that, what's happening? I mean, it, was there jambalaya in my oatmeal? What the hell? I, every burp I have is hot. Every burp I have is hot. And my poops are fine, but not ideal. Do you know what I mean with that? Like, it's not like, wow, that's a problem. But it is, it does make you question as it's coming out. You're like, I, they didn't used to feel like this. 
you know? And some of you might be saying, Matt, that doesn't, that's not just because you're 30. It's because you might be eating and drinking something that you shouldn't be. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I will never look at those as potential factors. I will only blame my rapidly declining health based off of mother nature and father time and never will I take personal responsibility for contributing to its rapid increase and de-evolution. I will never do that and neither should you. Always look outward for blame. Never, ever look inward. If you look inward, you, you're you dork. You are a dork if you if you look inward. You know, the best way to find purpose, meaning, um, acceptance, self-worth, the only way to find all of those things is to place all of them in the hands of strangers whose actions and emotions you have absolutely zero control over. That is the only way to find true, pure happiness in this world that we've created. The only way that you can actually do that is by never looking inward towards yourself and how you contributed to any given scenario. The only way to actually find peace, happiness, and rest in this world is to look outward and blame everything around you. As soon as you look in a mirror, you're done. You are done. Nothing good comes of it. Nothing good comes of learning about yourself or reflecting or thinking maybe I shouldn't have sent that text or maybe they were right to file a restraining order. No. None of that shit, dude. Everything is always someone else's fault. I think that's I've been on this earth for 30 years and that's what I've learned is that everything is always someone else's fault. And the moment, the moment you put your hand up and say, hey, maybe I could have done something differently and I was actually the cause of my problems. Sorry. You're up shit creek because that, what an insane premise. What an insane premise that you would posture. That you could anyway have any control over the scenarios and the problems in your life that's freaking ridiculous ah water yeah dude so i'm 30 um 30 it's gonna be an interesting year it is gonna be interesting i'm definitely not where my other friends are at 30 um and is that weighing on me maybe it might be, um, but we have chosen different paths, you know? No one is like, no one gets into stand-up comedy for the stability. That is 100% true. No one gets into stand-up comedy because they're like, man, I really don't want to think about where my money is coming from. Nobody does that, um... People get into stand-up comedy because they fucking have to, and they're idiots. And that's what I found. Um, so if you are doing comedy or are in some sort of a whatever thing, um, 
yeah, your your friends that are successful in whatever they do will make you feel slightly like a piece of shit, you know? And they'll say, like, oh, my God, I can, I'm so proud, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they're so proud as they drive off in their Lexus. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm just bitter. But that's okay. I thought I would be further along, you know? Because that's the other thing, is you always think you're going to be further along than you actually are. And that's kind of where I'm at. I thought that I would be a little bit further. I thought I would have advanced, bop, 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 beep, beep, boop, you know what I mean? Um, but that shit hasn't happened. And so, working on getting over that. But again, the only reason that I am not the only, honestly, the only reason I am not headlining Madison Square Garden today on my 30th birthday is because everyone in the world is out to get me. Um, and frankly, I, frankly, I'm a victim. I, I, I actually did do a little bit of self-reflection last night. And upon self-reflecting, I have come to the epiphany that I have I have not caused any issues ever. Um and I know that sounds like it could be impossible. Um but I would just like to direct you to one Jesus Christ. Do you have the same criticisms of him? He's making the same claims that I am, and what? One guy can make a claim and another guy can't make the same claim? Is that what you're fucking telling me right now? I don't know. You decide. I think Christ was 30 when he died. and he, No, he's 32. So I got two more years until I'm nailed to a cross in the Barclays Center. I don't know. So yeah, I turned 30 and I don't love it. That's kind of the the vibe. I don't love that I'm 30. Um, but the only option, well, that's not true. I was about to say the only option is to move forward. But that's not true. You could, I could end it. I'm not gonna, and I'm not advocating for anyone to do so. But it is an option. You could just hit the eject forever. But that's not great. That's not good. I don't know. So yeah, I'm 30, and that's kind of what it is. That's what I'm doing. I'm out here. I'm kicking it, trying to be 30. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna figure out how to how to navigate that, and that this will be an interesting year. So yeah, that's what's up. Also, the uh, the NBA Finals. They start tonight. The NBA Finals start tonight. Dun, 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 dun. So by the time you hear this, they'll have at least played game one. I don't know. That's, dude, you know what really fucking grinds my goat is the way that they the NBA fucking schedules the NBA Finals. It is insane. They're like, okay, so we're going to play a game on a Thursday night, and the next game, is it going to be... The next game's going to be like two nights later or a night later. No, 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 no. We're going to put about a fortnight between each game. That way we piss everyone in the fan base off, but they, but also they know that they can do, do nothing about it. That's our plan. Our plan is to play one game every 16 and a half weeks 
for the rest of summer. Game one of the NBA Finals starts tonight, June 1st, 2023. Game seven, which it will happen, game seven of the NBA Finals will take place on June 2nd, 2024. That's just what's going to happen. Um, the way that the NBA schedules that, because they know they have everybody by by the taint and balls, and so they're like, mm, we're going to schedule it mm, whenever we want to, just fucking whenever we want. It's kind of it's so annoying. I find it insanely annoying. But there's also quite literally nothing we can do about it. Because I think there really is. I think there's like four or five days between every single NBA Finals game. And it's like, fucking what are we doing? And you know what we're doing is we're making money. That's what they're doing. They're making money. Now, some of you might say that the NBA is rigged. And to that I would say... Maybe. However, these finals have kind of put out there like a potential wrinkle in that theory because as much as I would be inclined to say that the NBA is at least a teensy bit rigged, I don't think any of the NBA writers were like, you know what crushes our numbers? You know what just really jacks those fucking numbers up? What really puts us on another plane of existence is the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. Um, one of the most historic NBA franchises. Yeah, that's what really gets those numbies up there. Um, is a big white dude on a mid-market team. That's what it is. Now, if I'm honest, I fucking love the Denver Nuggets. I love Nikola Jokic, and I am not being sarcastic. 100% this is true. I love the Denver Nuggets. I, I like non-flashy players. I like dudes that just fucking show up, do whatever that needs to be done to win. And if they get a triple-double in the meantime, so be it. But... The NBA fucking hates the Denver Nuggets. I think Commissioner Silver is beyond pissed that the Lakers got swept and that the Celtics didn't advance. Because I think after, when it got to the the semifinals, the Western and Eastern Conference rounds, I think like they were salivating. They were like, okay, fucking yeah, dude. Goddamn Lakers back in there. Oh, LeBron's on the fucking Lakers. Oh my God, that's so fucking hot. If we could put him back in the phone. Oh my God. God, cream my panties. Oh my God, who's on the other side? The Boston Celtics? Oh, the Celtics and Lakers. Oh my God. They were just spouting off sperm. They were so hard for that. And then both of those teams decided to go down 3-0 and they were like, fuck. They were very pissed about that and so then they were like let's throw a little wrinkle in here let's see if the celtics can make a comeback and the celtics almost do but then give the most piss poor limp dick flat chested fucking performance i've seen in a while um and the miami heat advance and so they are super pissed now i think that the like i mean because you're the nba fine what's the story is the miami heat 
or that Jokic is great. I, again, love Jokic. I think he he's fucking amazing. I love him the same way that I loved Tim Duncan and the San Antonio Spurs. The San Antonio Spurs, for literally 20 years, were just like, oh, yeah, um, we just play team basketball and kick everybody's ass and win a championship every three years. And nobody seemed to give a fuck be because it wasn't, woo, shit, it wasn't that shit. It was just like, hey, we're going to play basketball and everybody fucking hates that. That's really what it... And so now the, the Nuggets are doing that exact same thing, and they're kind of getting a very, very similar treatment. And, yeah, I find that to be... I find that personally to be annoying, but the NBA finds it personally annoying that none of the big names or big franchises are in the NBA Finals. So I think that does poke a tiny hole in the condom of the theory that the NBA is rigged, although I still do do a little lefty lean on that one. However, yeah, I think it'll be an interesting series. I, I mean, fucking hell, man. The Heat, who I didn't think that they would make it this far, and so now why, why wouldn't they? Why couldn't they win? Um, the reason that they probably couldn't win is because who's stopping that Serbian guy? Um... I love when a professional athlete has arms like your weird uncle. That is one of my favorite things. Just like it just, his arm just looks like a log. There's no definition. Dude, I mean, try to look his arm up in the dictionary. It's not there. Because there's no definition to it. It's just boom, just boom, just down. And it is, it's amazing how he looks like Nikola Jokic looks like he should not have any idea what's going on he looks like a buffoon but he's a buffoon that is just ramming his peen down your team's throat that's what he's been doing and it's fucking cool honestly but the NBA has got to be furious that they're there they've got to be so pissed because they had a chance at a Lakers Celtics NBA Finals with LeBron James. It's like it was like a fucking mad gab of NBA wet dreams. Like if you opened up a mad gab book and the title of this mad gab was NBA wet dreams with a Z, they that would be they'd be like, okay, well let's see how we can f put LeBron. Can we get LeBron in the finals? Yes. Can we get LeBron on the Lakers? Yes. Can we get LeBron playing the Celtics in the NBA finals? Yes. The only thing missing from this is the goddamn New York Yankees. You know? Which I'm sure they would have they they would pay to have just Aaron Judge just fly out to LA or wherever, you know? Like that's the only thing missing. The only thing missing from a Celtics Lakers with LeBron on the Lakers finals is the New York Yankees and an appearance by Aaron Rodgers. Then ESPN has content for about the next fucking millennia because that's all that goddamn network talks about is those like five things, especially right now, you know? So yeah, NBA finals tonight. I'm 30. Thanks for putting it on my birthday, Adam Silver. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Nuggets in five or six. That is my prediction. Um, but I'm also holding out that Jimmy Butler could just be that guy and they could go on and win. Very easily they could. Why couldn't they? Cool.
Uh, that's it for me this week, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, the Matt Bowman is bothered. Follow me on uh, Instagram, Matt Bowman Comedy. Please rate, review, subscribe this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can follow me at Matt Bowman uh, at Matt Bowman Comedy uh, on YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel. All that shit. Like, comment, whatever. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Send it to your mom. I hope she likes it. Um, yeah, and that's it for me, everybody. Uh, stay bothered, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.